This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Jace Medical is our sponsor, and I've been telling you about the Jace case from Jace Medical for a while now. The Jace case is something that holds the five most important antibiotics for emergency use. You can have them with you when you're on vacation or whatever. Um, Now they are doing something else. It's a new product. It is Jace Daily, and it takes all of your um, daily medication that you might need for your whole family and gives you a 12-month backup supply. So you have absolutely everything you need for your prescription. So that's whether you have diabetes or high blood pressure or whatever it is anti-seizure medication reviewed by a certified healthcare professional delivered right to your door it's jacemedical.com that's jacemedical.com make sure that you go there uh, enter the promo code beck at checkout get your discount on the order it's jacemedical.com j-a-s-e medical.com entertainment and enlightenment this is the glenn back program well hello america welcome to the uh, glenn beck program we have some uh, hunter biden updates and the latest poll on impeachment plus you're going to be spending a whole lot more money just to send your kids to school the back to the future back to school uh, shopping is way way up that's not the products becoming more expensive. That is your dollar becoming worth less. And it will become worth less and less and less until it is worthless uh, if this government doesn't stop spending and printing. More on that coming up in 60 seconds. Our sponsor, this half hour's Relief Factor. If you're living with pain, you know it sucks the life right out of you. I've experienced, Pat has experienced pain his whole life i mean i don't know how he he goes on with a happy chipper attitude all the time but he does pain is usually caused by inflammation in our joints and i'm here to tell you uh that it'll hit you like a ton of bricks been there done that got the t-shirt good now have you tried relief factor relief factor relieffactor.com it is a pain reliever that is a uh inflammation reducer you could lead a mostly pain-free life right now. Just try Relief Factor. Try the three-week quick start. And they say try three weeks because if it's not working for you in three weeks, it's probably not going to work. So they're being honest with you right away. It works for maybe, I don't know, 70% of the people uh, that try Relief Factor for three weeks go on to order more month after month. It's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. 800-4-RELIEF. Pat Gray joins me in uh, just a minute. First, I want to talk to you a little bit about 
Devin Archer, because some things have really been bothering me. I've now seen or read two different interviews from Hunter Biden's ex-business partner, Devin Archer. And I'm not exactly sure what to make of his little PR tour. Is it just blind luck that he always seems to be just out of earshot every time something happened that could tie him to the Biden family influence peddling scheme? And this is what you really need to noodle here. Is it possible that every time, oh, you know what? I had to go to the bathroom. Okay, sure. But I'm not really seeing a big push by the GOP to really get down to what actually happened. And this bothers me a great deal. Every time I'm expecting to see an explosive follow-up question during his congressional testimony, it never came. Now, you may not notice this because maybe you didn't read the official transcript. It was released last Thursday, and I understand you get busy and everything else, and that's what I, you pay me to do. So by that time, Archer had already been interviewed by Tucker Carlson before the transcript was released. Tons of what he disclosed couldn't be cross-checked by uh, Tucker Carlson and his team, and there are a few things that need to be. On page 12 of the congressional transcript, Arthur testifies that he first met the head of Burisma in Moscow. Okay, why is that important? Well, the dates here. The dates here are just a little interesting. The meeting took place on the exact same day that Russia invaded Crimea in 2014. Now, why was the head of Burisma in Russia on that day? Why was Devin Archer's team considered a good fit for Burisma as Russia was stealing Crimea? Did Devin Archer know that Burisma was one of the only Ukrainian energy companies that had drilling rights in Ukraine? Some of the questions that should be asked. The weeks following Russia's invasion of Crimea were pretty eventful. Hunter would join the board of Burisma. He would also have a meeting with Joe Biden at the White House. And Joe Biden would travel to Ukraine to discuss, to discuss quote, fracking and greater energy production. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Joe Biden is going over to Ukraine to talk to them about more fracking, natural gas, and oil and trying to make sure that the Ukrainians and Burisma can do more of these things. And yet, just a couple of years later, he's over here shutting us down. Now, this context alone makes for a pretty fortuitous meeting. I mean, don't you think it's at least a little interesting? It's, least, it's, it's worth at least a question, I'm thinking. Congress treated this entire portion with like kind of a deer in the headlight, like what's happening, God, and they don't say anything. Now, Devin Archer claimed that his meeting at the White House was due to a school project for his kid. I'm not making this up. Something involving paper mache. Wow. Now, was it only paper mache that was discussed at this meeting did marie burisma come up at all did crimea and burisma the gas leases come up 
Why did Hunter Biden tell Archer to buy a burner phone just three days before his White House visit? Can we see the messages and the emails and the calls from this so-called burner phone? Why do I have this feeling that this burner phone has since been disappeared? Now, that's page 12. Let's go up a little further here. Let's look at page 84 and 85. Congress attempts to ask a question about a man named Rob Walker. Now, who's Rob Walker? Well, we know Rob Walker. He was revealed in the previous House disclosures as allegedly being the middleman that received the cash payments from Hunter Biden's overseas dealings and then delving them out to random members of the Biden family. Okay, when his name was brought up, Archer's lawyer immediately butts in and shuts down. None of this is within the scope. Don't answer that. That's what he said, which kind of sounds like the Rob Walker information is kind of important. This is not how business is done. Why was it done this way? Why was the question about Rob Walker shut down so quickly and pointedly? Why have we not called Rob Walker in to testify? Can you answer that one? On page 36, Archer describes a business trip to Dubai where he attended along with Hunter Biden and multiple Burisma executives. He then goes on to talk about how Burisma wanted Hunter to call D.C. to fix the problem they were having. The group walked out just out of earshot from Archer and made the call. What a stroke of luck. Now, remember, the original statement was that Burisma wanted Hunter to call D.C. for help. As Archer is pressed, Archer responds with this, and I'm quoting from the transcript. Listen, I didn't hear the phone call, but he called his dad. Whoa. That's pretty interesting. I thought this was reported that he just called D.C. No, he said he called his dad. Hmm. Now, was Devin Archer told that Hunter called D.C. or his father, Joe Biden? Because the statement actually says both. James Mandifolo, uh, Defolo, uh, the general counsel for the House Oversight Committee, pushed him. He said he, w- he was asked if it was during the drive back to the hotel that the Burisma executives told Archer that they had, quote, called the vice president. Uh, was, it at the, was it in the car or was it in the dri- at the, with the drive home or was it sometime the next day? Now, this is when things get a little weird. Devin Archer's lawyer, Matthew Schwartz, immediately chimes in and says, uh, he told you expressly he called his father or that he called D.C. Okay, which which one is it? Now, remember, this is Devin Archer's own lawyer pushing in. And he's like, oh, um, D.C., D.C. Hmm. So wait, you said twice that it was his dad. And then you say, oh, no, 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 uh, it's D.C. After your attorney reminds you. Now, this was later brought back up right after testimony broke for recess. Archer's lawyer stated that he wanted to clarify something before the rest of the interview commenced. What was it he wanted to clarify? Well, the Devin Archer definitely 
totally did not hear anyone say Burisma executives had Hunter call his father. And it's for reals this time. Okay, this time they mean it. Now, I'm sorry. Can we circle back around on this one? It seems like a big deal for the main witness, who apparently has no direct information on influence peddling, merely just to acknowledge the appearance of it. But he didn't just do that. He also said he was told that Hunter called his dad. Then he doubled down on it when asked by the committee general counsel. But then when his uh, lawyer butts in and asks him, are you sure that's what you mean? Oh, yeah, no, it was just D.C. Wink, wink, nod, nod. I don't know. I think that should call for a little pushback uh, from Congress. Just I mean, just a little. After reading the testimony, I almost get the feeling that Congress is letting this slip through the cracks. Now, why would they do that? Well, I've always assumed the rest of Washington, D.C. was pissed at the Bidens for shining a light on something they all have been quietly doing for decades upon decades. Washington is an influence peddling mecca. It is their number one cash crop. With that context, why would they want to bring it all out in the open? Maybe just some food for thought. Now let me break for 60 seconds. We'll be right back to the show. Mantis X, if you're a shooter, ammo prices have gone kind of high. Every time you go to the range, it's literally like setting money on fire. Uh, If you want to stay a good shooter, you need to stay on top of it. Get good with guns. It's a perishable skill. So how do you do it without spending a fortune at uh, at the range? Here's what you do. Mantis X, it is a high-tech, easy-to-use system widely used by the military. It was used on the Marines to uh, train the Marines. And it helps you improve your shooting quickly. You attach it to your firearm right underneath the barrel, connected with an app to your smartphone or tablet. Then, whether you're firing actual rounds or even dry fire practicing, you can be, you know, shooting at your TV or your, you know, picture or corner of your wall. It doesn't matter. It's measuring everything that you do with the gun. And 94% of the shooters improve within 20 minutes because as you pull the trigger, it tells you exactly what's happening and where you're making errors in real time. And it can show you and you can correct it immediately. Start improving today. Get yours now at MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. Go there now. 10 seconds. Station ID. You know, it's really interesting. Let's say hi to uh, Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed, who is uh, filling in for Stu today, who is I was shocked by the pictures. Uh, I don't know about you, Pat, and I don't know how he's going to do in court. But, you know Mm -hmm. what? Let's leave it alone. It's Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's getting harder and harder to say it, but Mm -hmm. innocent until proven guilty. So anyway, uh, the have you seen the new Rasmussen report? I don't think so. uh, Okay, so this is on the impeachment. How many people are for impeaching uh, Joe Biden? And this, to me, is, I don't know, a little stunning. 
it shows that the average American believes that Joe Biden did something wrong, that he uh, he's it's risen to a high crime or misdemeanor. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're not really, I don't know. But why impeach excited? him over it to yeah, impeach him? Just leave him. Mm-hmm. Leave him. It's fine. Don't yeah. worry about it. Now, I saw a story and it said uh, Joe Biden might want to thank former President Donald Trump for this. Voters appear to be suffering from impeachment fatigue. Really? Is mm. that Donald Trump that they think for that? Or is that the Democrats <laughs> that knew all of this stuff about Joe Biden and impeached Donald Trump over and over? It's not Donald Trump that was like, you know what? You should impeach me. <laughs> You don't this remember him impeaching amazing. himself uh, twice? You don't remember don't. that? Huh. No, I Weird. don't. All I right. don't. Yeah, but he's on this spree of trying to go to jail now. He's like, hey, yeah. put me in jail. Put me in jail. <laughs> uh, there is now new information that there was a money trail to the Biden family coffers from China. Mm-hmm. U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware charged Hunter Biden with tax and gun crimes last month, uh, released to a federal court last week a now scuttled plea deal that affirmed the presidential son got millions himself from Chinese forces in 2017 and 2018. The, mo- the money was uh, money that it was included from a Chinese energy firm. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. A Chinese energy firm that is linked to the chinese communist party hang on there's another story about this someplace because i read a story about how we might have to dip into our strategic oil reserve and then i read this Mm. Uh, energy secretary jennifer granholm engaged in multiple conversations with the chinese government's top energy official before the biden administration announced that it would tap the strategic oil reserve Hmm. Granholm's previously undisclosed talks with the Chinese National Energy Administration chairman revealed that the Biden administration likely discussed its plans to reduce uh, to release oil from the SPR with China before the public announcement. Huh. An amazing coincidence. Secretary Granholm's multiple closed door meetings with a CCP connected energy official raise serious questions about the level of Chinese influence on the Biden administration's energy agenda. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Help me out with this, Pat. So he was getting money, at least his son was, verifiably. Mm-hmm. He was getting money from a communist party-controlled energy company. Millions and millions of dollars going to him from that. And then he was also getting money from Burisma, Mm-hmm. to help mm-hmm. them with their energy thing. Right. And yet the Biden seemed to be awfully sure that, you know, brown energy is really bad. <laughs> so, isn't this weird? That is weird. That is very weird. Huh. Maybe it's yeah. good over there and it's bad over here. Is that what well, we, we should know be? it's bad over here? Yeah. Well, colonialism yeah. for one thing. Let's Thank just say you. that colonialism. Yes. Thank yeah. you. And people here are not as willing to give money to Hunter Biden 
you know, unless it's for art, for energy here. So screw these energy companies here. Yeah. They don't know yeah, who to yeah. pay. They don't know how the game is played, you know? Right. They're learning. They're learning, but... Uh, well, and his art is incredibly valuable, as you know. Uh, what is he getting? $500,000 oh, a piece for those paintings? They're beautiful. Yeah. They're beautiful. And you get... you. You get an appointment to a international place post and okay. a beautiful painting to go along with it. Right. So. Right. And I think like a stay at so. the Lincoln bedroom, too, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> you might. Yeah, I you think might. you do. Well, that was more of a Clinton <laughs> kind of thing. So uh, I don't know if you heard Vivek uh, Ramaswamy said on Saturday that he said the war in Ukraine is likely tied to the allegations that President Joe Biden's son received bribes uh, from overseas energy firm Burisma. The purpose of the U.S. military wow. is to advance American interests, to protect the homeland, not to aimlessly fight some random war that is arguably a repayment for the private bribe that a family member of the United States received $5 million from Burisma. Does that not make wow. sense? It sure does. Why is it we are sending so much over? Remember, what did they impeach, impeach Donald Trump over? Uh, the Russian collusion, for one thing. And uh, the payment to the stripper, right? The, no. The, mm -mm. It no, wasn't the you payment miss, to the stripper. You misremember. Okay. No, you misremember. They were impeaching him, trying to get impeach, impeach him, and trying to get him thrown under the bus because he made a phone call oh, to Zelensky. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, the so the, the phone call. Correct. Mm -hmm. Where? What did he say? What What did Trump say to Zelensky? Uh, he, he, if I remember correctly, and I'm still maybe misremembering yeah. this. Uh, but he he wanted information, I think. Uh, he mm -hmm. wanted them to look into the corruption from uh, the Biden family. Ah, the Biden family in Burisma. Mm -hmm. So he says, hey, I'll send these to you, but you got to help me out here. You uh, look into this because I know it was right. happening. Look into this. Yep. So they tried to say quid pro quo. Okay. But wait a minute. So Zelensky talks to Trump. He knows how valuable that information is to Trump and anyone against Joe Biden. Zelensky knows. Mm -hmm. Zelensky comes over here and says, hey, I want more money, more money, more money. And Joe Biden doesn't even pass go to give him the $200. He just keeps shelling out the cash. Gee, shouldn't someone look into that? in seeing that we know that at least 30%, maybe as high as 70, is not going to the places we deem it program. to go? American Financing, mm -hmm. NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Maybe it's just me. If you're smart with your money, and since you're listening to this program, chances are you're pretty smart about it, you're probably doing everything you can to save money and cut your expenses month after month. I'm sure you realize this is not only the best way to ensure that you have a comfortable retirement, but it's also vital to be prepared if and when things continue to spiral out of control. This is why I recommend to you American Financing. Let them see if they can help you save even more. American Financing, family-owned mortgage company that's in it to help you. They're uh, not looking to help out the banks. They're saving people the average 
about $700 a month. People who call them up and do a mortgage refi. Now, this is to consolidate your high interest debt and get your 20% interest down to about five so you can pay off that debt faster. Plus, you could end up being able to delay two mortgage payments, close in as little as 10 days. Go to AmericanFinancing.net. Do your own homework. AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440. Glenn's new book, Dark Future, is out right now. Order it at glensnewbook.com. So coming up, we got Michael Franzis, huh? The former capo from New York's Columbo crime family. You would think with such a good detective like Columbo in the family, you know, they wouldn't do crime, but maybe that's why they were so good at it. I'm just saying. Hmm. That's a really One good more point. Thing. He's sitting down... Thank you. He's sitting down with us here in just a second, uh, coming up at the top of the next hour. So the beginning of hour number two, and we're going to talk to him about uh, crime families. Uh, you know, they don't, hmm. did you know this? They don't necessarily have to be uh, Italian. Really? I don't know if you know that. Well, could they yeah. be, I don't know, for instance, Irish? Is that possible? Wow, I never thought of that. Maybe. Yeah, huh. it could be. Like an Irish like, crime uh, family sort an, of thing. An Irish huh. crime family. <laughs> right. Nothing springs to mind on that, but we'll no. pursue that. Yeah, yeah, okay. We'll All right. pursue that. All so right. He's going to be joining us. This, this guy is a, I mean, he is a uh, kind of a legend. Uh, kind of a legend. He was the uh, son of the notorious underboss of New York's violent Colombo crime family. Uh, as Frenzies rose within the ranks, he was estimated to be making five to eight million dollars per week Ooh. from gasoline bootlegging. That's per not bad. Week. That's not bad. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he, he was <laughs> doing. Yeah, what are you pulling down a week? Uh, anyway, uh, he, he wow. was involved with the Russian mafia in that scheme. He survived countless ground, grand jury appearances, three state indictments, two federal racketeering trials, eight years in prison, mafia death sentence. He's still the only high-ranking member or made man uh, still in his prime earning years to publicly walk away from the mob and live to tell about it. Uh, Frenzies uh, with Fortune magazine. Number 18 on the list of 50 most wealthy and powerful mob bosses. Today, he is um, not that guy at all. Not that guy at all. And uh, hmm. has, uh, has done some pretty amazing things. Anyway, he's going to be on with us uh, coming up to talk about what was that? What was that thing you were wanting to talk to him about? I, I was wondering about, you know, because you mentioned that they're not all just Italian crime families. Maybe there's, uh, yeah. I don't yeah. know, I just picked one out of the blue and thought maybe there's Irish crime families. I, huh. Uh, yeah. Huh. Maybe. Yeah, well, could be, could be. I don't Icelandic know. We'll check with crime families, up. perhaps, maybe. Well, well, let's just focus on one. We've yeah. only got a short amount right. of time. Okay. So we'll just, we'll just focus on that Italian one. Uh, did you see the appearance of Mitch McConnell uh, this mm -hmm. weekend? Yeah, I did. There was some there was some discussion on my show as to whether or not this is real. <laughs> uh, Jeffy, who's filling what? in this week, was uh, was saying this. He doesn't think it's it's real audio, and I 
I there think it's are absolutely several real. versions. There are several versions from several different locations. Yeah. Uh, it's not just one video. So here's here's what happened. Listen. So Mitch McConnell is giving a speech. You can barely hear him. And they're they're chanting retire. Huh. He's still giving it. I don't know if he can even hear them. Well, I think the stroke that he had affected his hearing a little bit, so I don't think he does hear them. A little bit, so that's good. He just keeps going and giving the speech. This goes on for a long time. Then they go into booze. Listen. They just go into booze, and then... I mean, I've never heard anything like stop. I haven't heard anything like this. Have you? I don't think so. No. Not that sustained and I mean, that obvious. No, no. And especially not for conservatives. We don't, right. we don't generally go that way. Right. Um, if he doesn't get the message after that, Ooh. I don't know what it's going to wow. take. I think people I mean, that are, was brutal. People are sick of what's going on in our government where we've got people who are, you know, badly disintegrating mentally and still in office. It. I think we'd like it to stop many of us, and uh, and the thing where he just stopped for twenty seconds was just too much for people. It's like okay, uh, enough. We don't need that from the Senate Minority Leader, as well as the President and two different senators and the Speaker of the House or former Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi. I mean, we're we're just done with it. I have to tell you, I am I'm really tired of hearing. Uh, and watching these people who were the don't trust anyone over 30 crowd. Yes, Glenn Beck is ranting against the hippies again. <laughs> these are the radicals from the 60s who have become the man. And they're mm-hmm. trying to set the course. I mean, this is not just that they're making tax policy. They are designing the future they will not ever see or have to live in. What are we doing? How, how is it? You know, our generation, the latchkey generation, or I'm in the last year of the boomers, but I don't know about you, Pat. You're kind of in the same place I am. Mm-hmm. I don't relate to the boomers at all. I relate to, I relate to, um, we're generation, are we generation X? No, what, it's closer to, yeah, we we're close to gen, gen yeah. X. Yeah. We're close to gener, generation X. And I relate much more to generation X than I do the boomers. Mm-hmm. And I'm sick of the boomers. You know what? You had your time. Right. You designed it. Why are you handcuffing the future of our children? I feel like mm-hmm. our generation is supposed to stand up between the next generation and and this generation that is still ruling from the grave yep. and say, stop it, go home and let the younger generation start to chart their own course because they'll live it. They'll live it. I, I think that's imperative. I, I, I think the oligarchy has to end uh, because that's what we're living right now. We're living in an oligarchy. It is. And uh, when, when you look at, uh, at the people who are obviously compromised obvious diane feinstein john fetterman the president of the united states now you've got mitch mcconnell too. mitch mcconnell man i mean and if 
by the way, if Democrats would be honest, they'd be calling out their side like we are our side. Mitch McConnell needs to go. Uh, and so do these Democrats who have been compromised. It, 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 it's not about party. It's about the country. And isn't it weird when you say compromised? They're the same people that have been compromised by China. Feinstein mm, yeah. has been a long time said that she was compromised by China. Mitch McConnell, long time said mm. to be compromised. And same with uh, Joe Biden. All three of those guys who refuse to leave mm-hmm. are involved deeply with China. Yep. And then, know. you know, then you've got kind a person a like Eric Swalwell, who was with the Yum Yum uh, for two years, the Chinese <laughs> spy. I think it's Fang Fang. <laughs> it is Fang Fang, but people have taken to calling her Yum Yum for some reason, and I love that. Uh, huh. But it's it, is it a is it not incredible that he survived that whole scandal? A Chinese spy yeah. for two years, and nobody cares. Pat, we have the president of the United States. Most, I mean, the odds of him not being influenced by the money coming to his family yeah. astronomical okay yeah. mm-hmm. compromised by the chinese wouldn't blow the balloon out of the sky met we right. just found out this weekend granholm met with the, the head of the energy uh commission for china and told them hey we're gonna dip into our our strategic oil reserve what would the strategic oil reserves be strategic for? Oh, I don't know. A war with our enemy. So we tell somebody who we think we might be going to war with that we're going to reduce our strategic oil reserve and we consult with them for three days? What are we, out of our minds? <laughs> you know, uh, Yum Yum is there. Okay, that's a really big deal. Mm-hmm. This has caused the destruction of our country, if yeah. it is true, yeah. and put us on a path with war for Ukraine and China. What? Help me out. <laughs> I wish I could. I. It's just so frustrating. Just so frustrating. So did you see that uh, Blinken came out this weekend? Uh, a Russian court has now convicted Vladimir Putin's number one opposition, convicted him on charges of extremism, Mm. sentenced him to 19 Mm. years in prison. Okay. He's an extremist. Blinken comes out and says the United States strongly condemns Russia's uh, conviction of their opposition leader on politically motivated charges. The Kremlin cannot silence the truth. He should be released. Now, this statement comes one day after Trump is uh, charged and arraigned and mm. f- with federal charges, uh, alleging that he orchestrated a plan to overturn the results of the 2020 election, which would make him an extremist. Are, are we... Mm. Serious about <laughs> what we're saying to China? Has Blinken been called? Do, 
does he know what's going on here in the United States? Uh, it's incredible the lack of just, self-awareness, isn't it? it just uh, total and complete blindness to it. Uh, amazing. They, they, I think they, many of them don't care, but I think also many of them absolutely do not see the tie one to another. They're like, no, this is different. Mm. Mm. <laughs> How exactly? How? Back in just a minute. Sponsor this half hour is real estate agents I trust. Buying and selling a home is really hard work most of the time. Getting your house ready to sell is like trying to herd cats that all want to go in a different direction. Unless you're used to the so-called art of the deal. Going into the negotiating end of the home, buying the buying process can be pretty dicey uh, if, you, uh, if you don't have the right people. That's why... You need your real estate agent, the type of person that does this full-time, fully committed, has experience under their belt, real estate agents that you can trust. The only agent that you should work for or work with is somebody that you can trust like that. That's why real estate agents I trust is around. They look, we, when we vet these people, we look for the people who are actually looking for your success. If you succeed, they succeed. They have a central hub of a, of a team that's going to get you the best results on both buying and selling your next home. When you go to Real Estate Agents I Trust, you're going to work with industry-leading quality customer service and a can-do attitude that wins every time. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now. Just tell us where you're buying and selling. Could be across the street or across the country. We'll find the right real estate agent for you. Do your own homework, but check them out, please. realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. Pat Cray has joined us. You know, Glenn, the, the connection you drew between uh, Alexei... Uh, Navalny, who was just yes. sentenced to another 19 years in prison in Russia, and Donald Trump, I think, is so uh, appropriate because uh, that's exactly what's going on. Uh, we've got a situation yeah, isn't Navalny, like it, Russia. It, it, isn't he in prison already yeah. for like serving nine years for yeah. opposing Putin? And they've just added another 19 to it. So he'll probably die in prison, which is exactly what they want to see for Donald Trump. Oh, big time. Big time. Is, you know, I was talking to a friend this weekend, and uh, we were talking about it, and I said, you know, what they're doing to Donald Trump is not to him. They, they don't care about him. They are sending a message Ooh, to yeah. his family, mm-hmm. to us, yep. to people like Vivek Ramaswamy. Yep. Do not even think of it you try to cross us and we will wipe you and your family out you will never recover from it don't even think about it that's what they're doing you think you're going to clear out the deep state think again yeah i i think that's exactly yeah. what they're sending i mean you know and, and I, it it kills me that more people don't think this way this guy has been investigated by everybody 
and this is what you have look at you investigate with the deep state covering the tracks with the media not doing any follow-up with no one in foreign countries trying to do this because they've got them in the bag so nobody's investigating them every single intelligence agency in the world went after donald trump because he was against mm-hmm. them all of them every single you know davos group went after donald trump and this is the best they can do really this is the best they can do a phone call where he called Lewin, uh, where he called um, zelensky and said hey you need to check into this corruption he's right mm-hmm. he was right to ask that foreign leader for that information and they accuse him of doing that to hurt Joe Biden's chances of running for president. Okay, then what do they do? They try to destroy Donald Trump's chances of running for president <laughs> against Joe Biden. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. craziness. It's craziness. And it's a trumped-up phone call, no pun intended. It is also... Um, uh, a, uh, a thing where he was saying that, you know, I believe I won the election. Well, what do you do? You're charging him with what is first is amendment violation Abrams act. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how much yeah. tape do we have of all of these oh. people saying exactly the same thing? We couldn't play it all, but we have a 24 minute montage of Democrats complaining that uh, whatever election it was they were talking about, 2000, 2004, 2008, so on and so on, all were illegitimate. Every time they lose, Gosh, the Democrats I think we should claim, make time for that. We should. Yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah, maybe we'll do that in hour number three. We might make 24 minutes of time just to <laughs> get that. It's amazing. Back in just a minute with a former made man, mob boss, and... Uh, he knows crime families. We're going to ask him about the Biden crime family. Come on. Glenn Beck program.